Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Marin Sterling. I'm a dietetic student at Utah State University. Today I'm meeting with Emma Ellison, project coordinator for the Body Gratitude Project and a master's student in public health at USU. Today we'll talk about developing body gratitude and learning to love ourselves. So let's get right into it. Okay, thank you so much for doing this with me. Yeah, of course. Well, should we get started? Sure. I've never done a podcast, so I'm like a little nervous. But <laughs> I know. I've never done one before either, actually. <laughs> I think it'll be good, and I'm excited to hear whatever insights you have. So Awesome. Okay. Um, well, to start off, will you tell us what the Body Gratitude Project is and how it got started? Yes. So um, just a little bit of background information on body image. So there's kind of like a few different um, ways of thinking. So obviously there's negative body, like body negativity, right? So thinking negatively about your body. Um, And then there's body positivity, which there's, it's an umbrella term, but in general, body positivity is more about um, all bodies look good, no matter what shape or size. Um, And then it can sometimes be like under that umbrella, but usually it's a separate thing. There's body acceptance and body neutrality, which is that your body is good no matter what it just is. And it doesn't, it's okay if you want to change aspects of it. It's okay if you like certain aspects of it, but your value comes because you have a body, it exists, right? Um, And so we kind of take body positivity and body neutrality acceptance. And we're like a tiny small niche of that called body gratitude, which is a relatively new concept. Um, But our goal is to help you cultivate gratitude for your body and all that it does for you. And so that idea is what started the body gratitude project. It was started by USU extension faculty and it was started in 2019, but kind of got put on pause because of COVID. And so I came on in 2022 when we were ready to really implement the program. Um, But we have an extension faculty team of a dietitian, a therapist. Um, There's a few people who have background in um, eating disorder treatment. And then um, a a professor who's actually no longer at USU, but she did her research in mindful exercise. So we have lots and lots of different backgrounds on our team. But again, our our goal is to help cultivate gratitude for the body. And we do that through social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok kind of. And then we also created an online curriculum um, that's coming. It's all completed, but it hasn't been published yet. <laughs> and, and that will also help teach people how to increased body gratitude. Awesome. Yeah, I follow your Instagram page and I really love the content that you put on there. Good. It's Good. just nice every once in a while to get that little boost and reminder of body yes. gratitude. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad yeah. you like it. <laughs> so what are some of the benefits of developing body gratitude? Yeah, so it is a newer thing that I think I believe I, okay, I did a lot of research and we are the first project called the Body Gratitude Project. So um, it's kind of the first of its kind, but there is one um, research article that we kind of developed our program based off of. 
And that, so those researchers found that increased levels of gratitude helped increase body appreciation, reduce comparisons, um, encouraged intuitive eating behaviors, and decreased the need for external validation. So gratitude helps increase body appreciation. And then there's another article um, that talks about specifically gratitude focused on the body and how that can improve body image. Um, so body gratitude Im- improves body image and body image has been studied extensively and is a, a predictor of well-being. So if you feel better about your body, you generally are happier, <laughs> right? Um, and then of course we have lots of different pieces of body gratitude, like gratitude itself. There's so many benefits of gratitude, like too many to go into, but it can help your mental health, your physical health, your sleep, your relationships, everything. <laughs> so, and there, and other things like intuitive eating, there's lots of research behind that that's beneficial. And, um, we do a lot of mindfulness too, and there's lots of benefits to mindfulness as well. Yeah. I think probably m- most people that have focused on gratitude have seen the benefits that can totally. come from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are ways that you suggest for people to specifically develop body gratitude? Yes. Um, so I feel like I could talk about this for a long time. So I apologize if I talk too much, <laughs> but um, I, as I've been part of this project, it's kind of become clear that there are four steps Um, So the first one is to just increase your gratitude in general um, and then try to focus that on your body, right? Um, So a lot of people keep a gratitude journal. That's a great way. And then just maybe one thing a day that you're grateful for your your body specifically. Um, Expressing gratitude to others, but also to your body. So maybe when you're standing in front of the mirror, you make a habit of every day when you're like putting on your makeup, say one thing you're grateful for about your body as well. Um, you could write a thank you note to your body. (laughs) So that's kind of silly, but it really is quite beneficial (laughs) to sit down and write everything that you're grateful for about your body. And it can be the little things like I'm grateful for the hair on my head because it keeps me warm, or I'm grateful for my fingernails or whatever it is. Um, just little things about your body that you're grateful for. Um, you could also do like a head to toe body scan. I've, I've done that before where you, um, you literally go through your body and head to toe things you're grateful for <laughs> about your body. Um, and then you can also, of course, express gratitude for more than just your body, but like who you are as a human, right? Attributes that you like about yourself. Um, But just increasing your gratitude in general, but of course your body gratitude, just little things every day, building that up. I would say that's like step one. Um, Step two is mindfulness. So the way I, this is a little tangent, but the way I, I kind of come to think of it is I feel like we've been, we've grown up with this constant pressure to look a certain way. Right. And so I think of it as like my mind and my body and my mind is constantly telling my body negative things. Well, hopefully not constantly, but (laughs) I have this constant negative communication towards my body. And so the first step gratitude is kind of like changing that into positive communication towards my body, 
Whereas mindfulness is allowing that communication to be two ways. So my, my mind can speak to my body positively, but my body also can speak to my mind and tell it what it needs. And so mindfulness is kind of like a buzzword right now, but (laughs) that's the way I think of mindfulness, especially, I mean, it's being present in the moment, but also being present in your body. Um, and so, and connecting that mind body thing, right. (laughs) Um, and as we are able to listen to our body better, we're able to not only express gratitude, but show gratitude to our bodies by honoring what our bodies are telling us. Um, and of course there's many ways to practice mindfulness, which I will not go into, but (laughs) it's, it's like a muscle, right? The more you practice mindfulness, the easier it is. Um, so just kind of getting into mindfulness will really open up a lot of doors there. Um, and then third step I would say is taking, so step one, gratitude, step two, mindfulness. Step three is really taking gratitude and mindfulness and that communication there and putting it into your eating habits. Um, so specifically intuitive eating, and that is listening to your body and allowing your body to tell you when it's hungry and when it's full and what it needs to eat, um, which is a really difficult thing to do, (laughs) but, um, letting your body be in charge rather than food really, because food can have a lot of power over people. Um, and then the fourth step is similar, but taking that gratitude and mindfulness and putting it in, into how you exercise. So exercise can a lot of times be motivated by weight loss, unfortunately, when in reality, your body needs to exercise as an outlet, as for health, for strength, um, for so many different things, but allowing your body to communicate how it wants to exercise too. Um, and listening to your body, showing that gratitude by fueling and moving your body how it wants to. Um, and specifically trying to take the numbers out of it. Cause I feel like numbers are not, it's that negative mind talking to your body thing, <laughs> right? You can push your body too far. If you're not, if you're focusing on the numbers rather than focusing on how, on how your body's feeling. Yeah. I mean, I think that probably takes a lot of time to change your mindset from the numbers into just listening to what your body wants. But definitely with when you talk about the exercise and eating and stuff, then yeah, I've, I've been able to see some benefits from yeah. just striving a little bit day by day to just listen to my body instead of maybe what the world is telling me. Totally. Totally. And it's hard. It's really hard, but practicing definitely helps. (laughs) Um, um, So I mentioned that I follow you on Instagram and there's a few of the posts that you've made that I just wanted to ask a couple questions about. So um, one of them, and this is something that I've learned about recently is that our thoughts and our inner dialogue kind of creates our attitude towards ourselves and about other people. So do you have any tips about changing our inner dialogue? Yes. So, and yes, this is a very hard one. (laughs) Um, But I came across the idea of body image flexibility um, a couple months ago, and it's used in eating disorder treatments, which we are not an eating disorder 
treatment program whatsoever, but um, I like the idea. So it is, it's about allowing thoughts to come and, and being okay with negative thoughts, but accepting that and then responding intentionally. So that's kind of what I think about with inner dialogue is <laughs> the negative voice in your head is going to always be there. And hopefully we can like kind of tamper it down a little bit, <laughs> but it's going to be there and you're going to have negative thoughts, recognizing that being okay with it and being okay with the idea that you want to change certain parts of your body, but then responding in a way that is intentional. Um, specifically are, of course we go back to gratitude, right? Um, so like, this is just me personally, I have had a baby. And so when I look in the mirror, a lot of times I see that extra stuff around the middle and think, oh, I'm so lazy. I haven't gotten around to losing the baby weight, whatever, whatever is there. Um, And being okay with that thought, like, it's okay that I have parts of my body that I want to change, but I'm also grateful that my body was able to have a child that I'm able to play with her, that I'm able to make memories and create a life with this body. Um, and then moving forward with that, of course. Um, but it could be anything, of course. I, yeah. So like, even I sometimes like today I looked in the mirror and I was like, Oh, I have some, a breakout. I'm acne (laughs) prone. Um, but, and recognizing that that's okay. Like feeling negative towards that is okay, but it's not gonna stop me from going throughout my day and being grateful that I have a body to, go out, go outside and do what I need to do, you know? Um, and then that of course can, can be towards other people as well. Um, like recognizing any judgy thoughts you might have towards somebody, but then responding intentionally of like, you know what, that's not a good thought to have. That person is probably great, you know? Um, and then replacing that with something positive. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to add was sometimes it's really hard to turn the negative around to a positive, um, especially if you're struggling with negative body image. Um, but one thing that's helped me is affirmations. So like having a specific phrase that you go to when you're having a negative thought. Um, so it could be like just a short phrase. My body is good. I'm capable. I'm allowed to take up space, whatever it is, but having that to go to quickly <laughs> to replace the the negative thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and along with the the affirmations, I think a lot of times we do place our worth on our body and other people. And something that you've mentioned before on Instagram posts is about compliments. So how do we shift compliments to ourselves and other people away from just appearance? This is a good question. <laughs> um, I think it's really hard because we are so ingrained with this idea that your our value comes from our appearance. So a lot of people are like looking for compliments about their body, right? Um, but I, I would say my number one goal, my number one rule about compliments is to never comment about somebody's body size or body in general, but specifically body size. Like, I mean, you hear it all the time. You look so great. You, you, have you lost weight? Right. 
that may be super positive for that person, but it also may be because they are very anxious or they're go- they have an eating disorder or they are super sick all the time. Like it may not be a, necessarily a positive thing in their life. And so refraining from that, um, from any comments about body size. Um, but I think back to the compliments that I can still remember that people have given me and they are more about who I am as a person, right? Um, like that I'm a good mom, I'm a good friend, I'm a good coworker, whatever it is. And the the nice part about those kinds of compliments are that they are, those attributes about me won't change over time, hopefully, <laughs> but my body will, right? So it, again, it's, you you mentioned this, but it's that idea of placing value in how we look versus who we are as a person. Um, and so I think the biggest thing with compliments is just trying to find something about them that doesn't have to do with their appearance that you are grateful for. <laughs> and, um, and maybe it's as simple as like, I'm grateful that you're here today. I'm grateful that you're in my life. Um, but those compliments really mean the most in my opinion. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And I like how you said that our appearance is going to change but those internal things those can stay the same and so yeah yeah that's a little bit more meaningful yeah <laughs> um, another common problem that I've even struggled with and probably a lot of people is comparison and I think that's especially prevalent with social media so do you have any tips for overcoming comparison this is a hard one And I feel like I haven't touched on it too much with the body gratitude project. Um, But what I would say is that of course it comes like you have to do your own work first before you like can go out and I don't know, put it towards other people. So making sure that you place your value in who you are, but also knowing that your value exists because you exist and other people's value exists because they exist. Right. Um, and my favorite idea that I've come across is that people are going to have different amounts of skills, attributes, beauty, whatever it is. And number one, we don't have to fit into a mold. We're all unique and that's a good thing. But number two, there's an unlimited amount of all these things. Like we don't have to be the best. We can all have these skills and attributes. Um, and we're able to, I don't know how to explain this concept, but like, let's say you have skill A and I have skill B. We don't have to be in a competition for those skills. We can say, you know what, I will teach you skill B and you can teach me skill A and we can be both better for it. Right. So just using our attributes to build each other up instead of tear each other down. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great points. Um, well, thank you so much for all of your insights today. Um, do you want to just end with any other thoughts that you have and just main takeaways for the listeners? Sure. Yeah. So, um, I thought I would just share my own personal takeaway <laughs> from being part of this project. Um, I feel like I have wasted a lot of time in my life with this fight against my body. Um, and when I came across this project, when I when I was hired on as the project coordinator, I didn't really know what it was about. 
And when I started learning about it, it was like life-changing. It was almost like finding freedom in my body. Right. Um, and basically my, my takeaway is that you don't have to be at war with your body. You can learn to love and appreciate your body. And when you are in harmony with your body and like honoring your body, it's a, such a happy experience. Um, and so that would be my takeaways is, is you don't have to waste your time hating on your body. You can love it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That is something that we probably all need to learn. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. And so how can listeners learn more about this project and stay connected with you? Yeah. So the easiest way is our Instagram and we have a Facebook and we had a TikTok, but we're not currently um, posting on TikTok right now, Um, but Instagram and Facebook. So we're the Body Gratitude Project. So just at Body Gratitude Project. And then we're going to have the online curriculum coming soon, but all information about that will be on our Instagram and Facebook. So, okay. Well, thank you so much. I know I've learned a lot and yeah, I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me.